and and get Remy a dog gate. Um, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, or like, or let him carpet his his uh that room, because because home dogs nails, man. I like they're like the Raptors in Jurassic Park, dog, in the kitchen. <laughs> like you hear the joints, and I, I like I feel like Remy's being you know what I'm saying hunted. You know what I mean. <laughs> Welcome back home, back home in our in our comfy pajamas, back in our own yeah. room, in our own podcast. This is Defcon Jai, fresh off an appearance on the occasional mm. show with my man Sean you know Burns. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Sean. Shout out to Blazing Caribou, the Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan, you know what I mean? Deer out there. Respect. Uh, Kwame, please introduce yourself. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kwams, a.k.a. Judas Priest Holmes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Running straight to the Gattican. Oh, Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like Let's that. Let's get it. I like that. But I'm I'm going with your boy Cannon, a.k.a. DJ Kalu Carey. Okay. okay. You know, the mix is right. Mm. You know, okay. B.K.A. Funkmaster Flex Alexander. Okay. Uh-huh. I stay dropping bombs with my homeboys from outer space. Mm. Gotcha. One on one. I see what you did. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, it's your man back at it. You know what I'm saying? The reigning LEI champ. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Don Fon Dunk, because that cake stay covered. Mm-hmm. Indeed. BKA um, Young Krillin. Okay. I'm going to keep it. I'm gonna keep it short with your youngins. Beef with me, I'm just gonna send six shots to your head. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. BKA, my, I call my girl Piccolo. Okay. Because she's always green with envy, complaining, and she usually got her head wrapped. <laughs> All right. I hope that was muffled a bit. CKA, go cuckoo cow. I'm searching for these sensu beans all through my projects. <laughs> okay. RKA Gohan Marley. <laughs> the Badman speak patois. You know what that means? What that mean? You don't understand half of what I'm saying. <laughs> Lastly. Hating half saying, you know what I'm saying? It's half yeah, human, yeah, half yeah, super yeah, saying. No, I got it, I got it, I got it. Lastly, you know what I'm saying? My pockets stay fat and I stay in that pink. You know what that means? What's that mean? What's that? I slip something major in your boo. <laughs> <laughs> I see I see what you did there. I, I like it. Appreciate it, man. I got I got I mean, when you on top, you gotta guard the crown, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it, got it. Can't come weak, man. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, Fair enough. I, I, th- I think, it, I think it's obvious who wins this round. Um, if you're, if you're noticing right now, Remy is not following up. Boom, Remy is out right now with a with an illness. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, shout Taking out to. Advantage of that. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, when you got the Sixers and. Uh, 
you know the the Milwaukee Bucks in here. You, you gotta you gotta take your chances. Got to. Um, All right. Young Chris, CP, LeBron James, Bond. He's out today. And uh, of course, Scrap still suffering from high yellow. <laughs> the, the, the yellow is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Once, once again, I just want to give one final shout out to the occasional show for having us on. Appreciate that having our yeah. our particular brand of shenanigans. Hey, shout out to Bruce Willis, man! Shout outs to Bruce Willis. Yo, I definitely watch uh, Die Hard, the original. This <laughs> right, and you just saw Batman that, for no reason. It came you're on. I was like, I had to do it. You're telling me that you would not have wanted to see that Batman, though. Bruce Willis Batman would have killed everything, though. <laughs> It would he would have been the laziest, most like alcoholic Batman ever. <laughs> but that's, like that's balding, you know what I'm saying, pot belly Batman. But is that that's that's where we're at though, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? He tried to get Harvey Dent to take the, you know what I'm saying, the, to to pass the baton to that man. He realized that, you know what I mean, he was getting up there in age. It it only makes sense. You know, Bruce Willis is the most, you know what I mean, um, relenting. I just I'm tired, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna save the world again. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Every Christmas I save the world. You know what I'm saying? We need that, bro. So who's so who's who's gonna be Alfred? Sean Connery? Oh, Ooh. who's I mean, like who's if Bruce Willis? You know, what I mean, is Batman? Who's Alfred? Because it can't be somebody younger than Bruce Willis. <laughs> I think I think I can rock with Sean Connery. He's Sean Connery would be the worst <laughs> Alfred ever. Right? <laughs> he wouldn't change his accent at all, though. Bruce, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, y'all gonna hear that soon. Oh, we're gonna post links everywhere when that comes out. Absolutely. Uh, for anybody who's who is discovering our podcast now because you just heard us on the occasional show, uh, don't go back. Don't go back, please. Yeah, let this be your fresh start, okay? Right. Um, we've done some things in the past. We've we've grown. Uh, Thank you. We've gained experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'd I'd like to think we've become a bit more professional. You know, mm. uh, fewer, fewer edits, fewer um, uh, uh, things being scrubbed out, uh, fewer disclaimers. I'm proud to say. <laughs> right. Right. We haven't. Um, I've ha- I, I haven't had to distance myself from you guys in quite a while. <laughs> we haven't had to censor any any aliases. No, I think we're doing. You know, I think we've made it down from like unrated to like uh, mature. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is a heavy, a, a huge accomplishment. <laughs> And like, 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 you wouldn't want to be, you know, judged upon things that you did in your formative years, your teenage years, man. No, we've all made some mistakes. Some of us a lot more than others, granted, but still, <laughs> we've learned. Shout out to the MGF. <laughs> See, no, and then no, right back no, down. you can no. you can start at the MGF. That's like that's where you start, like because I think that's perfectly okay. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing um, outlandish or, or or anything, you know, saying wild, disrespectful about the MGF. We support the troops. <laughs> the, M- the MGF is, is for those uh, uh, the dudes with the ready packs ready to go. You know what I mean? It's for the, doom- the doomsday preppers. It's for exactly for the preppers. You know, what yeah. I'm saying the MGF is for the preppers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, we don't want them to be, you know, what do you, what do you, get, what do you get for the man who has it all already? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get something that has everything in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? April, May, June, Father's Day coming up, man. Father's you know? Day is coming up. 
I wish I wish I wish I would get the MGM for a Father's Day gift. I wish I would. Hey, you, Yo. can talk to, you can talk to the M- MGF like uh, like like Alexa or some shit. You know what I'm <laughs> Yo, the MGF doubles as a range finder on the golf course. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Joint is sponsored by Sky Caddy. <laughs> you have 150 yards and three strokes to go. <laughs> oh man, it comes with the number one dad mug. <laughs> no, nah, it's just in, it just has a, a number one dad emblazoned on it, dog. <laughs> just so you can feel a bit uncomfortable. Right. Anyway, pull up to your spot on low, shine brighter than all of the cats that got on glow. Laying the cut like they not going no Cause if I gotta make a move dog they not going no This dorm all private this is not for show It's most deaf what you call real for show Is they what you call gangster hell no They get a little pinch and go snitch to the pole So Dave Chappelle released two uh, Netflix specials um, Marking his year long uh, comedy special hiatus over Mm-hmm. And uh, them joints drop back to back, kind of like how any of th- anything else would drop on Netflix. So you could watch both mm-hmm. of them now if you wanted to. Sure you can. Uh, Do it. You guys only watched the first one, which is The Age of Spin. Well, what did you guys think? Um. So I don't think uh, Chappelle's brand of humor has changed at all. Um, sure hasn't and if anything it's almost like he's gotten a bit angrier uh which you know what i mean i don't have a problem with at all um there were i there were parts that were definitely funny there were parts where i was like i you know it was funny but i didn't want to laugh <laughs> and then there were parts where i was like huh you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i enjoyed it more than i didn't enjoy it Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing that is clearly evident is that the times have changed. Right. Um, and like the things that were funny and you were, you could laugh about in public if you so chose are probably not acceptable to laugh about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't stop, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A lot of people, um, cause I saw a wide range of reactions to it on Twitter yeah. and in our chat, you know, yeah. um, some people thought it were thought it was, you know, a classic Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? Killing killing me softly skit, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a riot all the way through. Some people thought that there were some things that he touched on there that he was a bit archaic on and uh, it was, you know, given the days and the times, it wasn't that funny. Um, I air some, I'm somewhere in the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I watched him out with my wife um, and we definitely laughed you know, more than we didn't laugh. Um, some things like the, you know, like the Bill Cosby skit was like, I mean, it, it, it was funny, but inside, or, you know what I'm saying? Inside you were like, you know what? That's, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, were, there were, there were some times where I was like, I wanted to laugh, but I didn't know. There were times where I laughed, but I felt like I, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I should. So, so, so it kind of left me, it kind of left me, you know what I'm saying? In the middle. That's 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 when my, my point was going to be Kwame in that, like you know at the height of Chappelle's um, fame, right? Like he was known for you know kind of putting the mirror back on America, and 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 putting putting forth these skits, you know what I mean that had serious racial undertones, 
or mm-hmm. overtones. Yep. And and it was like groundbreaking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you look at how the world has progressed. You know, in the last ten years, uh, from you know, you know, his hiatus or from the Chappelle show. You know, being aired. Mm-hmm. He talks about like you know Jordan Peele and the key making my fucking show right now. Mm-hmm. But it's like. He has to get t- like if that was his like claim the fame that was his shit at his highest. Why would he not try to like push the envelope again and try to you know, you know, make you feel uncomfortable to away to those things? Like you know what I'm saying? Like the same way that some of those Chappelle show skits, like when he felt like I couldn't, you know, rationalize you know doing this when white people are saying nigger or white people are doing this and they don't understand the context in which I'm trying to, you know, prove a point or something. So. I felt like that was, you know, kind of in play in reference to some of those jokes you're talking about. Um, but overall, I felt like, you know, it was a little long for me. Yeah, it was. Um, um, there was lulls in, in, in it. Um, I didn't really feel that uncomfortable. But I, I do see what you said. And I, and I did see the reaction, excuse me, on Twitter and, uh, and other joints. But I just feel like, you know, that's what he's known for. Like, if you're known for pushing the you know, envelope or raising the bar or being outlandish, you know, ten years later, like where, where like what's gonna happen? Like you look at the Simpsons compared to Family Guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you mm-hmm. see the exponential jump from, you know, absurdity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so what I'll say to that is, so you know, there were definitely some, um, I see when I'm when I think of his skits. You know what I'm saying? From the original Chappelle show, the most kind of controversial one that comes to mind that I can remember offhand. Is you know what I'm saying Clayton Bigsby? Yep. You know what I mean. I noticed you referred to uh, African Americans. Mm-hmm. What exactly is your problem? How much time you got, buddy? Where would I start? Well, first of all, they're lazy, good-for-nothing tricksters, crack-smoking swindlers, big butt-having, wide nose breathing all the white man's air. They eat up all the chicken. They think they're the best dancers, and they stink. Did I mention that before? Yes, I believe you did, sir. And that one, I think, was only controversial because they dropped the N-word, you know what I mean, like, repeatedly throughout that skit mm-hmm. on, on cable television. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, some of his funnier skits were, like, the whole, um, the Rick, all of the Rick James, you know what Prince. I mean? You know what I'm saying? The Charlie Murphy, you know what I'm saying, stories, the Prince, the... Um, Remember the real world that he did? Yeah, of course. Um, that, was, that was a social commentary, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude from jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like... They were funny, but I think, like, there are things... There are little nuances, you know, uh, slipped in there. And even, like, you know, the... Have you ever seen, like, the last season where they, like... Like, after he left in the air, like, the producers are talking, like, this is the... Sh- the this guest that he was really uncomfortable about. And it was, like, the Asian guy speaking. He was, like, in La La's titties. You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. Like th- that was going on, you know. What I mean, that was there in abundance. There was always social context. Like even when he talked about like the, the roots, you know, skit or you know what I mean. Like yeah, the time yeah, he no, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely agree. Like and I like he's always had commentary in there. Um, what what's the one I'm thinking about? Oh, uh, I, I can't remember off off the off the top of my head. But uh, he's always had you know what I'm saying social commentary in his skits but now with those two you know what I'm saying with the one that I saw it almost felt like he was bitter like there was a trace of bitterness yeah in I was there. gonna say that too um cause it's stuff I, and I understand I definitely understand like they they copied a successful formula and ran with it mm-hmm. and I don't blame them at all that's what happens you know what I'm saying if you step out the game 
you know, people are going to take your spot. I'm, you know, I mean, uh, in the time that he was gone, uh, Kevin Hart blew up. Yep. Um, you know, Key and Peele blew up. So, I mean, you if you leave a void, you know what I'm saying, when Jordan left, the Rockets got chips. You know what I mean? I don't think it's that. I think it's the fact that, like, the the, the system, like, he, he was mad, more so mad at, you know, the, the, the powers that be and that, you know, they were, you know, pumping, you know, um, advertising money into the show and this and that, this, you know, going to give him all this money, why making all this money. But they're missing the, excuse me, they're missing the, creative genius that he's putting into it, you know, the work that he's putting into it. And then just being able to to uh, mirror back, you know, a stupid phrase like I'm rich bitch or mm-hmm. or some nigga and shit. You know what I mean? Like something with the word nigga in it. And they don't understand the comedy or even get the point or, or attempt to get it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he said he decided to pull back. But what I think he's more so mad at is that, you know what I mean, instead of, you know, the powers that be in the system saying you know, we got to take a look at this because, you know, our cash cows left. They said, you know, fuck his righteousness. Let's get somebody else. Let's and, get somebody and, who does the same thing. Right. Yeah. And, and not and not have a self-righteous attitude. And it's like, you know what I mean? Not so mad at Key and Peele. We're mad at fucking Comedy Central for just saying, we already got this shit laid out for you. Just come on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I can understand that. But like. I mean, come on, dog. There's, that's like, but like you say, that's the media. Yeah. That's that's the you know what I'm saying. That's television. That's right. Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't go into that understanding that they're you know what I'm saying soulless bloodsuckers, then you're in for some disappointment. <laughs> and I look at what Peel, you know what I'm saying, Jordan Peel did. You know what I mean? And he, you know what I'm saying, he got off the Variety Show. You know what I'm saying, the rip off of the Chappelle Show, and did get out. He flipped it. You know what I mean? It. And if that's not a slap in the face of everything that he was just doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? On the Key and Peele show, like that's I feel like that reflects directly upon that. Um, but with the Chappelle, you know, with specifically with the Chappelle, you know, show, one thing that kind of stuck with. Well, two things, the Bill Cosby joint, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the comment he made about, you know, if if a if a black man, you know, wanted, I don't know, protection from the police or something like that. Just put on a, a yeah, pair of heels I've or seen, pretend I've to seen be trans dudes in Brooklyn wearing high heels to get more rights. You know what I mean? And like, it's the, you see the point, I guess, that he's trying to make, but the times right now, you know what I mean? Like that's, I don't know if that's a joke that flies, you know, 10 years ago that flies right Right now. What, especially, you know what I'm saying? In my hood with HB2 and everything that's been going on on there specifically regarding that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, LGBTQA rights, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't fly. Like, I can tell you right now in the state of North Carolina, yeah, I, that doesn't fly. I, I think it's because, like, when Chappelle's show came out, nobody was talking about that type of stuff. So it always it, seemed it, like exactly. he was ahead of his time with the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, 10 years later, it's like he's still there. So it's like the time's left him. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like to me. Like like you said, that that whole middle section where he was talking about transgenders and how he respects them, but... Why do I got to come up with a new program pronoun and this and that? And that That's old man shit. Yeah, like yeah. that whole middle part was like, like grabbing your collar, like oh, like why? Yeah, like, why yeah, we got to do this? That, like Boom said, that's the old, that's the old mindset. That's yeah. not the mindset today. Yeah, so it felt like he was still back there when times moved forward. And you know, the beginning to me was funny. The ending was was funny, but like that whole middle part was like, you know, you laugh. But it was like, uh, 
Let me let me let me ask you that to that point, Cannon and Kwame. What then is like the Chappelle demo? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like being mindful that you know what I'm saying. You had movies in the '90s. Right. You know what I'm saying. No, um, I, I think. And, I, and so, like, what what age person? Like, like I said, if I was, you know, what I mean, because like you said, we were in college when Chappelle show dropped. So, mind somebody that was like, you know, what I mean, older than us, maybe you know, 25, 26, and you know, what I mean really had a you know a better understanding of uh of Rick James or Prince you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like someone in that could could more readily uh um relate to like Studio 54 and them shit that Dennis was talking about like those people might be at the stage in their life where he's speaking their gospel like why do like you know what I'm saying I understand the you know trans drink but you know what I mean mm-hmm. like oh oh no rest assured there are tons of people I would say like that you know that uh that 45 to 55 range, mm-hmm. you know what right. I mean? Just like you were saying, that underst- that had that same mindset, you know what I mean? Yeah. And probably saw nothing wrong with what he was saying. Uh, but they're not the demo, right? Or they're not the... The it's 18... So the 18 to 35 year old demo range will always be the one that domi- that dominates the media. Right. You know what I mean? Like the media consumption. You know what I mean? Um, that's where we were when he was when he was hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so and that's where we are still now. And that's where we are now. And what and what they are consuming, recognizing and acceptable of it is is different than where he was. You know, what I'm saying when he took his hiatus and then decided to pop up now, if you feel me. I do. But I just feel like like that doesn't like like I don't feel as though like, you know, what I mean, fucking Earth, Wind and Fire should be trying to make music for people that are 18 to 35. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like. They should make. They should stay in their pocket. Like you know, what I'm saying. Like I still have this solid fan base. You know, what I'm saying. And granted, my show has been in syndication for a number of years, and there are people. Uh, a lot of people have lost the social context of the things that he said because you know the show ran for so long, and and, and uh, Comedy Central exploited it so much that you know, I mean, they played it for a number of years afterwards. But maybe his, his his demographic is really you know what I'm saying like you said that 45 to about 55 range like I said they were he made movies in the 90s he did stand ups back then his show really did speak to them although you know what I mean we could you know kind of latch on mm-hmm. but if he's doing comedy and he's doing comedy for you know his demo then I don't know if that's problematic you know what I'm right. saying like if he, if he was sitting up there and say you know like you know fuck skinny jeans like that would be a, 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 you know inherently old. Yeah, that'd be but, some old man shit to say. But if that's how he feels, and you're then like you know you think of those Steve Harvey shows, like you know or those like uh, D.L. Hewley shows. He does. He's not. It's not a whole bunch of people that's like you know what I'm saying eighteen years old in the audience. Mm-hmm. No, and yeah, it, yeah. So I I agree with what you're saying, and I think the issue is is that we um, are at the tail end of that. You know what I'm saying? 18 to 35 year old, you know what I'm saying? Consumption bracket. So we were on the at the very beginning of the bracket when Chappelle's show was at his height, you know what I'm saying? His apex, right? Right. Like we were we were somewhere in there when he started off. You we, know what I'm saying? When with he his started, we were uh, sophomores in, in college. Yeah, but uh, when did. Um, God, what is this movie? Half Baked? Half Baked. Yeah, when did, when did Half Baked come out? Wasn't that that was way before the specials, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, way before Comedy Central. Before, yeah, um, yeah, that was before Chappelle's show. 
Yeah, so like I, so so we were there for his like kind of his meteoric rise. You know what I mean? Yeah. It dropped in it dropped in ninety eight. Um, and I mean, yeah. killing me softly is talking about Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, he was around. So then. like I said, I think I think we're at the edge. We're at that edge. You know what I'm saying? That fuzzy edge of his of his bracket. And I mean, like nobody. I mean, if you think about it, and he's been gone for what ten years? How long has he been gone? Yeah, about ten years. I mean, so. Like he's been gone. So nobody's been checking for him other than the people who were there for, you know, when he left. Right. Like some of the youngins might have watched some of the reruns, but like they weren't on it like we were on it and people older than us were on it. So they're not checking for him. So he's targeting people like us in our demo and above. Um, But what I'm saying is, is that, that while he's targeting that demo, there are people even older than us who understand that the times are different now. And even if they may agree with what Chappelle is saying, they're not speaking that in public. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. It's, um, it's one of those where you're kind of like, eh, it was, it was funny, but you know what I'm saying? There were parts that definitely showed that he was kind of stuck in the past. Mm. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel you. For sure. Uh, like I said, I just remember when I came home from college, I showed my dad the Rick James kid, you know what I'm saying? And he, was in tears, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he was calling me, telling me about joints that, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, joints that uh, were gonna drop. So um, I definitely think he has an older, you know, demo. He says it's, uh man, like uh, he was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights in '93. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like he was, he, he, yeah. So his career was started '90 Professor '96. You know. Couple movies since then, like it really popped off in the you know early mid '90s. So, you know, at that point we we're ten. We're not really checking for no co- uh, stand-up comics. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely think it's an older demo. Right. Um, you guys said that you uh you had not gotten the chance to watch the second one, which is um Deep in the Heart of Texas. Uh, it was done in Austin. Uh, it's it's definitely so. It's almost like. It's not the opposite, but it's it's different from the first one from Age of Spin. That one was done, I think, in L.A. It's done in this big amphitheater. There's mad people there. Uh, you could tell that that one was made for, like, it's supposed to be on HBO, but Netflix picked it up. So okay. that's what it looks like there. But then Deep in the Heart of Texas looks like he just recorded one of his tours. Um, and all the jokes are new because it's a year later. So Age of Spin was recorded. In 2015, Deep in the Heart of Texas was recorded in 2016. So you could tell that like he changed his uh his comedy up. Um it's I think I think the second one's funnier. It's less like collar grabbing humor and more like just straight on jokes and jokes and jokes of what you know. Um whereas, you know, Age of Spin is almost like he's trying to make certain points that each I got to get a joke off about this. I got to get a joke off about this. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because my first time back. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the other joint is just like, it's a bit more natural, a bit more flowing. So I say check out the second one. Uh, I will say that that Bill Cosby joke, that got leaked a while ago. So I, I'm surprised that he still did it. But I guess you would you would have to go search to see it. Cause I remember seeing that, seeing the leak joint. Somebody had snuck a phone in, and uh, recorded like just that part. And I remember watching it like, "Yo, Dave Chappelle is back!" Like that, oh, like the whole lead up to to that, 
to the the Bill Cosby punchline is fantastic. But at the time that this comes out, it's like, yeah, you could have kept that one for back in the day when Bill Cosby was popping. Because now it just feels like you're piling on. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Remy and Boom has seen the special. And so they mentioned uh, he rapes, but he saves. Yeah. But he, but he saves more than he but rapes. But he saves more than he rapes. And uh, that's one of those joints where it's like, I want to laugh. I don't think I should laugh, but I kind of want to laugh at that. That's a joint. That's a joint where, like, I looked at my wife and she looked at me. You know, you did the hey, hey, and then you're like, all right, next joke. You know what I mean? Because that's like, you get it, right? Yeah. But no. <laughs> no. No. Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, 10 years, like, in college, was that funny? Yes. Were we, were we laughing at that in college? Yes. Yes, we were. Yes. I was. We probably, we, I mean, yeah, the maturity was definitely lower. Oh, yeah. Um, Way lower. So we're, we're, prob- lower. we're probably laughing at that. We're probably laughing at the high heel joke. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, having, like, like you know, having experienced everything that we've gone through, you know what I'm saying, you know, just and witnessed. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, with the level of intent, um, intense profiling and discrimination and erasure that's happening today with the current administration. It's kind of like, you know, even a, even two, you know, two or three years ago, that might have been funny. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now yeah. it's just like, eh. I would say, I would say at the height of, um, not at the height of, because it's still happening, but that, that time period where we're getting a police shooting every other week maybe two three in one week at that time it might have been a little funny because it's like police are shooting against everywhere let me put on these high heels so that they don't shoot me because i'm transgender now mm-hmm. you know it might have been might 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 have been funny but now it's just like ha 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 next one please you're old <laughs> right <'Cause>, yeah <laughs> yeah you guys said that uh, you hadn't gotten the chance to see the second one because you have kids and you have daddy duties. It's true. So I wanted to ask you about my man, LeVar Ball. Uh, if you don't know who LeVar Ball is, he is a father of uh, UCLA star player. Uh, what's his first? X X star player. What, what is his name? Uh, it's something Ball. Lonzo. Lonzo, yeah, Lonzo Ball. That's it. Thank you. Um, and he believes that his son is better than Steph Curry, better than LeBron. He himself believes that he could take Jordan one on one. Um, in his heyday, which in his heyday he was playing like <laughs> he was playing like not like semi pro ball and scoring like eight points a game there. Two points anyway. Get a 2.2 average. 2.2. <laughs> yeah, I there, was get a, 2. there was a stat. There was a stat where he scored in the, you know, he scored 54 points total in one of his That's college right. seasons. And like Jordan had that in a game. <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, he, uh, listen, can I, I'm going I'm to get the counterpoint on this, man. 
I really am. If you have unrealistic, unrelenting, you know, goals for your child, mm-hmm. they become super fucking stars. Look at little baby Michael Jackson. Mm. Now he's moonwalking on them people in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at motherfucking uh, Matthew Knowles and Beyonce. He had to running around the park in um, fucking Texas singing. Like they were just looking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Four girls now. Beyonce does mad dance routines. You know what I'm saying? And can, and can sing at the same time. If you keep, you know what I'm saying, pushing your children with like relenting dreams, like they come out as superstars. I hear you. They may be fucked up. They may be fucked up. Maybe. I'm not going to hold you. Maybe. They may be, but they become stars. All right, so here's the question. The question isn't so much like, if your child has the talent, do you push them? My question to you guys were going to be, if your child does not have the talent, what are you doing? How do you handle that? Uh, Don't take them in public? I don't know. Uh, No, like... um, in terms of what? Just like in terms of, you know what I'm saying, trying to push them into different avenues. Yeah, just to... like 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 your like your like your baby girl wants to uh play the piano, right? But she has no idea she's tone deaf and has no idea of what the black and white keys are used for. She doesn't know how to use the pedal. She uh she has no sense of uh of timing. But she wants to play the piano real bad. Like, are you pushing her? Are you pulling her out of that and being like, baby, no, maybe you should, I don't know, play basketball, make it to the WNBA. Like, what are you doing? Um, I mean, it's, it's it, it, you know what? It depends on what it is, mm. right? Um, if she's like, you know what I'm saying, I want to do, uh, like, like we'll take your example with piano. She's like, yeah, I want to do piano. You know what I'm saying? Um, so instead of like paying for classes or something like that, if she just is god awful and shows no talent and can't pick it up, then you switch from, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, enrolling her in classes or getting her a private tutor and you just get her her own piano with a headphone <laughs> input jack and some books that she can practice with in her room. You know what I mean? Still encouraging her, let her do what she loves. Um, put her on, you know what I'm saying, let her get some u- videos off of YouTube and go at it. Um, right. If it's something where it's, uh, there's, I don't know, some inherent risk, right? So let's just say she's like, look, I want to do, I want to do karate. Mm-hmm. And she's like, got eight left feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's actually at a risk of hurting herself or others more than learning. That's when you're like, you know what? Uh, let's take you to do tumbling or something. You know what I mean? Um, just as much energy exertion and you can, you know what I'm saying, punch the foam pit or something like that. Um, but it's all, look, the one thing you don't want to do is say that they can't do something, right? That type of, of mental and psychological impression upon them at a young age is defining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they will carry that with them. So what you do is you got to find out alternate outlets for them. Mm. You know what I mean? If they want to cook something, but they're not good cooks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, let them take up uh, pottery. Let them stir up the pots. Let them bake the, you know what I'm saying? Bake the pottery in the kiln or whatnot and produce that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like find alternative ways to provide creativity for them and let them express themselves. Mm. Yeah, I was going to double down on that. I remember uh, when I was a... Uh 
in school, my, my, my younger brother uh, wanted to be a professional skateboarder. And my dad was like, can you talk to him? Because he's going to break his fucking neck. And I was like, I tried to talk to him, but he was like, not trying to hear it. Like, this is all he wanted to do. Like, age 13, 14, just, you know what I'm saying? Skateboard hard body. Mm -hmm. And every year for Christmas, his birthday, he would ask for some skateboard shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? A new deck and some trucks, you know what I'm saying? Tires, grip tape, all this other shit. My dad was just like, I'm not buying you any skateboard shit, bro. Like, I'm not about that. But, but what my dad did do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my my brother put a list out, and my dad would buy him other things. Like, I'll buy you a camera so that, like, you know what I'm saying? It was just one of the things he wanted so he can make, like, you know, skateboard videos. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, I'm not buying you a skateboard, but you can definitely use this in other arenas if something else pops off. Like, maybe you can get into film, like Kwame was saying, try to redirected but uh my little brother definitely ended up breaking his leg you know what I'm saying on camera and oh god and that was the end of his skateboard career you know what I'm saying look shout out to, shout out to Tony Hawk sometimes sometimes kids do gotta learn the hard way though mm. that's what's messed up like sometimes like they think they know better I thought I knew better you thought you knew better you know what I'm saying like it's cats out here that went through it and got the experience but sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we hard-headed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We don't gotta listen, we don't wanna listen. And we gotta go through the ringer to understand, you know what? I'm I might should listen to him, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> next time about something about that. You know what I mean? Cause I'm telling you, bro, if I was your pops when he broke his leg, like I would have been all up in there. You know what I mean? I'd have been like, yo, you know what I'm saying? How'd that kickflip go? <laughs> like, did you stick it? No, did you ollie or did you nollie? Oh. You know what I mean? Like I would have. It, it like, was definitely a nollie. Like, did you, it like if it was on camera, I'm playing that joint back every day in the hospital. Like, dog, if you would have nosed it right here, you know what I'm saying? Did you grind that though? No, seven twenty, five forty, one eighty, three sixty. What are you doing? You ain't hit mean? that Christ air. Exactly. <laughs> he ain't Superman now. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, then pray to Christ there. <laughs> like that would have been that would have been the, the the family Christmas card that year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I would have done one of those. You know what I'm saying? Music videos with that joint. You know, oh, you got to auto tune that, like, of course. If it's if it's in these times, you auto tune in it. That's the that's the uh, uh, you know what I'm saying family calendar. You know what I mean? Like mugs. Like he's getting a blanket with that joint. Like he's getting all the skateboard stuff that year. Like I'm buying him, I'm buying him everything on his Christmas list that's skateboard related. Like, yo, this is what you wanted, right? <laughs> yeah, probably, probably be uh, setting up arguments just so I can drop that joint. Mm -hmm. you know exactly. Know what I'm I'm so oh, I'm sorry. What did you, you want to do now? Uh, you want a bicycle? You, you want an ATV uh, now? Oh, uh, I got you. You want to break all four limbs at the same time? I got oh, so, it. So, so, now, so now you want to sit in the front seat of the car? <laughs> okay. <what> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Nah, I don't think it's safe enough for that. I think you should go in the back. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, matter of fact, we bring him back the booster seats. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, you sitting backwards in the back, dog. Yeah, face face the back. <laughs> Tuck your knees in, bro. <laughs> oh man, jerks of a father. Oh, uh, that's perfect. So, boom. But you were saying though, if they are talented, then um, you you feel like pushing them is is going to do it. I feel like. I feel like that's a great career move. I feel like, you know what I mean? But I, I worry about the people that, like, don't see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, as a teacher, you know what I'm saying? There were lots of kids, and subsequently their parents, 
And it's like, you know, you have such high esteem for yourself that you assume that your child, and it's just like, it's not that, like, he's not that smart. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I had a joint, you know what I'm saying, come to me, and she was just like, you know, when I was in middle school, I was in all these classes, and all the sisters were on his classes, and I was like, I understand where you're going with this. However, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, she'll be in all these classes. I don't care if I have to go above you or talk to the principal. Mm. Like, she'll be there. And I was just like, all right, then. <laughs> like, she's, she's about to fail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's what it was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just have, I don't, I don't know, I understand the people that have unrealistic. Like, you have to really have a, a stern assessment of where your child mm. is. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't um, know how you get that. Those but, those um, parents are, are um, those parents are the worst because they're they're putting they're putting unrealistic goals. They're setting their kids up for failure. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and on the opposite end, you have the parents that like like you said don't recognize the talent, and so the talent goes wasted. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, like a kid wants to you know kid kid wants to uh, sing, or you know, saying a kid wants to cook, and he's like, man, you're not cooking. That's for you know that's for that's girls, for girl. dog. You go get in the gym. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, what I'm saying you just stomped out. You know, what I'm saying. Um, uh, Mario Brotali, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, you're like who who knew? You know what I'm saying? Like he he might have had his own cooking show or whatever. He might have been ahead of those uh, restaurant or whatnot. You should have um, you should have kept that one, dog. Mario right. Brotali. Yeah, you should have kept right. that one. All right, scrub that joint. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me mark the time. Okay, uh, fifty three seconds. Yeah, put in a uh, uh, Bobby K Slay. Mm. Wait, wait. I see what you're doing here. See, see? Scrub that, that joint. too. I see what you're doing here. Scrub that, scrub that joint, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Parents, uh, like I feel bad half the time because I like I, I get so busy that I'm not like um raising like, my child. You like I, I'm not seeing what my kids are are. I'm not recognizing. You know what I'm saying? Where they're you know where they need to be pushed or whatnot. Like. I just now figured out that one of, you know what I'm saying, my middle child, my six-year-old, uh, who's always, like, cutting things and, and working with manipulatives and taping them together, is like, like she might be a maker, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she might be a tinkerer, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I might need to get her, you know what I'm saying, some the mini engineer kits and let her mess around oh. with those and channel that creativity, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause, or, you know what I mean, the... um. What do you call those joints? The Lego Mindstorms or the Connects, you know what I mean? Like, right. let her channel that creativity in a structured manner um, to see where it takes her. You know what I mean? Plus, I get to save, you know what I'm saying, uh, my newspapers and, and, you know what I'm saying, my milk cartons from being destroyed and littered all over the floor and stepping on them at 11 <laughs> night, at night. You know what I mean? Shout out, shout out to Oodles and Doodles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 what? It's a show, man. You know what I'm saying? Oodle McNoodle. You know what I'm saying? I, they, be doing mad, they be doing mad crafts on their Yeah, they do. Mad, with mad, uh, you know what I'm saying? Toilet bowl, uh, toilet uh, paper wrappers and shit. You know what I'm saying? saying? Mm. Mad, mad egg carton. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Crafts. Mad pipe cleaners and shit. Exactly. Shouts out to the pipe cleaners. The pipe cleaners and the popsicle sticks. Right. Man, all right. Well, then, you heard it from the dad yourself. Uh, if your kids ain't got it, steer them to something else. If your kids got it, Joe Jackson them hoes. Right. Uh, also, take the time to recognize them kids' talents. Look, I feel like I feel like we should we should uh, 
mellow out to Joe Jackson them just a bit. Like we're not saying Joe Jackson them specifically, uh, but just encourage them. Um, I'm saying Joe Jackson them. Listen, <laughs> look. Look. I just spoke about how I didn't have to drop a disclaimer. You know what I'm saying? Like quite a bit. Listen, listen. Reby put out an album. Like, like if you can get if you can get, get Reby put out, like, come on, man. That's got That's that's a Don move, dog. Like all them joints. Jermaine had a joint. Like, come on. Oh, Jermaine joints. Jermaine joints are kind of fly. There's a joint called Dynamite on that joint, man. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Jackson. Push, push. Push some joints, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Relentlessly. And you know what? Like, the, the dope- like I said, Beyonce fucking performed a whole album and danced. You know what I'm saying? At the like, same you know saying? damn time. Just the whole album, dog. And so it's like, when, when, like I said, when she was running around that park, you know what I'm saying? Her and Kelly, you know what I'm saying? At fucking 12, when they're singing songs, running around a fucking park, looking stupid as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then that shit kick in. It's like, oh. That's why. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She was raised different. So that's that. You know that's saying? that next level, Mr. Miyagi dog. Wax on, wax exactly. off. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You didn't know what you didn't know what it was applying to until it became applicable. <laughs> right. And then you realize no one can do what you do. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, oh, okay. The game's mine. The and game's then see, mine. see, Kwame, what you're also what you're also missing is the fact that if you if you Joe Jackson them right, and then like you push them too hard and they burn out and fail. And they become drug addicts and all that. Then they got a chance to get clean and write a New York Times number one best-selling book about it. They still win, right? And you famous. And you famous. Man, have you seen what Joe Jackson looks like, dog? <laughs> like, remember, remember, we were talking about like the D one most scumbaggiest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Looking like Joe Jackson is never a good guy. Like I'm staring no. at an image of him from 2014, bro. Like he looks like the evil uh, voodoo witch bag. doctor from The Princess and the Frog. Like it's a slick bag, dog. It's a, you can't have a slick bag, dog. He's got the derby hat from the 20s, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's got the man. Yeah, he's got the forever mean face, dog. Ever like there's no like even the smile just makes his face more mean. <laughs> but I, I will I will say this like like to be to be fair like let's be honest. The Jacksons are like the greasiest niggas of all time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they they are greasy as a fa- as a family. You know what I'm saying? Like like at one Randy, point they Jermaine. All, man, Jermaine is always glossy. <laughs> Look up a pic now. That's, Google image. That's the result of Joe Jackson, dog. Like I'm that's his telling, legacy. It's in his jeans, man. I'm trying to tell you, it's in his Billy jeans, dog. Like, <laughs> It's, it's in his Billy jeans. Dog. <laughs> Every Jackson's greasy, dog. Oh, man. They cornered the market on Vaseline. They definitely do. I remember uh, seeing Jermaine at a Nationals game. And, I, you know, you, you look at a picture of him, you're like, yo, his hair is fake. It's got to be. It looks like, you know what I mean? It looks like hair on a Lego on the Lego figurine, like you just take that joint off, yep. just pop it off. Yo, in real life, yep. it looks like that. It looks like you could just reach on his head and just pull it, pull it, pull his hair off the top of his head, like, like it's a he's, damn construction. He's hat. got the ill. He's got the ill waves where it's like, all right, you know, what I'm saying you got the waves on your on that's like on your head, right? Like they've been brushed, but then the <laughs> waves continue up into the high top, and you're like, how did that happen? 
You know what I mean? Like he has a high top fade with 360 waves and you're like, bro, that's not natural. Like, but I don't understand how science let that happen. You know what I mean? With a shag in the back, with a shag in the back. Yeah, don't don't forget about the shag. Yo, call me for the picture. It's ridiculous, dog. Man, but shout out to Jermaine, dog. He's got some fly music. His music, his music is sampled constantly, cause his man's soulful. He just make it big, like Mike. That's all. It can only be one. Oh, However, yes, those waves. He's trying to slide into the game face first. Like, why is he always Greek, dog? I'm trying to tell you. Like, how do you brush? The, how do you brush your hair up, like? You know what I'm saying? Like gravity, how's gravity not working against you? You know what I mean? Like, like his waves are frozen in time, dog. Like, <laughs> oh, it's all about that soul glow. Oh man, that's like, all. from the tears of a thousand beatings <laughs> that he collected in jars. <laughs> like he's slowly running up. And that's when he disappears from the public eye. Right, and he brushed into his hair. He brushed all his pain. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me. <laughs> Listening to Have You Seen My Childhood from Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, what brush is he using, dog? <laughs> what brush is he? What magical brush is doing that, dog? That's not a normal brush, yo. That's not a normal wave brush you get used to get from Walgreens or Sally's Beauty Supply, dog. Like, that's got to be, that's like made with the tail, you know what I'm saying, hair of a unicorn or something, dog. Like, <laughs> that's not a horse hair brush. Like, what are you, what are you using here? Like, like he's brushing with the fur of a griffin, dog. Like, <laughs> I don't understand, man. No, they ain't nothing but saber tooth tiger bones, dog. That's what he's using. Oh man. Get ready to gel team. Live and direct from the one six zero. We got to cow pal. Great concept to cow. It's about to go on to cow. You make the call. Anyway, anyway, from one group of super talented guys to another group of super talented rappers, the Wu Tang Clan has they have nothing to fuck with. They have a legacy that is untouchable, unfuckwittable, unforgettable. Let that be known. Um, led by mm. the RZA, the Jizza, the old dirty bastard, Spectre Deck, Raekwon the Chef, You Got, Ghostface Killer, and the Method Man. Why is that? Got so many styles. Many styles. Um, Raekwon's Only Built for Cuban Link is regarded as a classic. Cause it is Method Man is the cow, not so much. Method Man, nothing is a classic. <laughs> so there was a little tiff on this very podcast in recent weeks about Method Man being better than Raekwon. On the Raekwon side, we have Boom Dynamite. On the Method Man side, we have Kwame. So Kwame, I'm going to start it off with you since you sent the first shot. Why is Method Man better than Raekwon? Look, first off, 
I, I feel as if I'm being I'm being unfairly slighted here. What I said was that Method Man was was one of my favorite Wu Tang artists. Okay, mm-hmm. if we are going to start uh, criticizing opinions um, and holding up to be truth and fact, you know what I'm saying, self evident, then we're descending into madness. Um, what I will say uh, is that Method Man has had three albums, three mm. albums that have reached number one in the U.S. R&B and rap charts. Ooh, three of them? Okay. Three. Three More albums. Sales. Got you. Do you know how many Raekwon had? Um, I'm going to guess one. You're going to guess wrong because it's zero. Oh. <laughs> Oh, it is zero. He has had that's zero. What's that? He's that had ridiculous. zero. That sounds ridiculous. He's had zero. Zero. Um, hmm. Where 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 should I go with these stats? Mm. Um, do you know how many uh, platinum albums uh, Method Man has had? Method Man, I'm going to guess has had two platinum albums. Uh, we'll say you're, you're right. You're right. Essentially. I say two and a half because the blackout did go platinum, but that was a joint one with, with red Matt. So yes. we'll, from we'll the, say two solo from, albums, right? From New Jersey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you know can how I, can, many can I, can I, Raekwon has had? Platinum albums? I'm going to say albums. one. You would guess wrong because it would be zero. <laughs> It would be zero. This is ridiculous. It would. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for stating facts. Boom. I apologize. I told you I didn't want to. I didn't want to have this discussion. I didn't. You know. I didn't want to have this argument. But since you brought it here, boom. Since you brought it here, I feel obligated to respond. Uh. Uh. F- finally, and this has nothing to do with anything other than I just find it entertaining. Uh. Do you know how many critically acclaimed television shows Raekwon <laughs> has starred in? I'm going to guess zero. Right. You, you, congratulations to you, <laughs> Cannon. You have wised up to this stat game. Uh, Method Man, at least, critically, was in one. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Which critics? Uh, everyone. <laughs> You know why? <laughs> because Method Man was in The Wire. Mm. Not just one appearance, 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, mm. Uh, I don't know what else I could use to justify Method Man my was stance. also in Luke Cage. Y- yes, he was. He's also in Belly. Method Man, look, I'm looking at his filmography. Method Man was in a lot. He was yes, in the was. Gr- he was in <laughs> yes, he the was. Great White Height. He was in Belly. He was in uh, um, How High, of course. Um, Brown Sugar. He was in uh, Soul Plane. I don't know if we'll count that. Scary Movie Three. I don't know if we'll <laughs> count that. Um, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he was on Burn Notice. When was he in Burn Notice? What? Okay. Uh, he was in Red Tails. Um, yes, he was. As the mechanic. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying that he's the best actor out there. I am saying that he's a better actor than Raekwon. Oh. So. Oh, I uh, see the angle here. I see what you're doing, Kwame. I'm just going to take a swig of my beer and let you have the floor, boom. Okay. 
I, I see what you're doing there, Kwame. Boom Dynamite. Yes. Why is Raekwon better than Method Man? And don't juke no. the stats. You already did. I can't. I can't rejuke him. Like, what do you, you want me to do? Here? Like, um, first off, you know, Ray changed the game. He was the first one on this Don mafioso stuff. That's why, you know, when people said he was biting people, uh, Nas was biting the purple tape. Like, they took from him. Nas took from him. Mm-hmm. His style, you know what I'm saying? The 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 Don talk, you know, originating from him, you know what I'm saying? That's first and foremost, you know what I'm saying? And I don't believe you're gonna tell me like I, I like I understand the numbers you're stating, but it's a it's a cannabis LL kind of you know analogy. Mm, Shots up to CP. You know, still ducking me on that cannabis debate. I feel you because you know. uh Meth is, you know, better looking and more charismatic. You know what I'm saying? He's in the forefront and gets more sales. You're not going to tell me Takao 2000 is better than any. It went platinum. You're not telling me it's better than anything that Raekwon has done. Like, you're not telling me it's better than, you know, Cuban Links. Not better than Cuban Links 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, not even close. I bought that album at 12 uh, midnight. You know what I'm saying? From Sam Goody. Mm. It, it did, it did 1.6, but it's not. Like it's just it's it's method, man. You get you're getting like you're buying, you know what I'm saying, a person. You're not buying the, the bars, you're not buying the creativity, you're not buying all that. He has a bar to the spit, you know what I'm saying? I can't name him. <laughs> but I like I, I, I know, you know, Big talked about him on the what and, and how that was hard. Like I, I got that. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like this all started from the fact that we talked about how Method Man was on the bottom half of Wu Tang, mm-hmm. and he is. Which meant that, you know what I'm saying, Ray was in the top half. Which means that Ray is better than Meth. And it's and it's and, 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 and the fact that it's a it's really an argument versus, you know, Meth or ODB, you know what I'm saying, which I think is more interesting than this because that's cl- <laughs> that's way closer than, than this shit. But um it's ridiculous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand how that... Raiden Ghost, man, come on, bro. Mm. Mm. Cuban Links, even 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 Iron Man, you want to take them both, you know what I'm saying? Because they were both probably, you know what I'm saying, methane. They're both, uh, what do you call it? Even if you want to put, even if you want to put uh, Rain Ghost, I mean, uh, yeah, Rain Ghost joints against uh, Red and Meth joints, they win. Mm. If you put uh, mm. if you put Iron Man and Cuban Links against Blackout, fuck yeah, get out of here, bro. What are you mm. talking about? You, you put in, you put in Ragu against How High. Is that what you're doing here? That's, I mean, if you want to do that, it's, it's not even mm. a comparison. Still, mm. Kwame counterpoint. Uh, I need I need there to be a point for me to make a <laughs> counterpoint. Like I'm not I'm not sure what we're doing here. Like I I look I didn't the point I the, didn't the say. Point is, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Give me more time. Go ahead. The point. The point is, the best rappers in the game built their style off of Raekwon. Point one. Mm. As F, as evident, you know, saying and documented in people's flows, talking about after they switched their style after they heard the purple tape. Mm. Num- point two. The numbers, the stats that you, you know, spat are, are 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 fixed in that. You know, what I'm saying people bought a product. They're just buying. You know, 
the the pretty face, the, char the charisma, you know what I'm saying, of Method Man, just to post the music. You're not going to tell me that To Cal 2000 was a great album. Or you're going to tell me that To Cal 2000 was better than fucking Cuban Links, which went gold, as opposed to, you know, To Cal doing, you know, 1.6. Mm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling you that, boom. The people are telling you that. <laughs> you know who's telling you that, boom? It's not me. It's the RIAA. They're the ones who certify the joints. I'm look. I'm just an innocent bystander here. I appreciate all members of the Wu Tang. I think. I think Raekwon is a dope bar spitter. But correct me if I'm wrong. But wasn't wasn't it you that said that most bar spitters can't move units? Uh oh. Didn't you mention that, that about Cassidy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Cassidy's a better rapper than Method Man. Mm. When, when was the last dope Cassidy album? The Hustler. You, you don't want to do that, bro. Let's, you don't want to have to... Are we, we, are we, are we going to push that to... Look, all, all, I'm no, here, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying here... All I'm saying here is that I like, I like Method Man. I like him better. I like him better than Raekwon, and that's just my personal opinion, supported by 1.6 million other people. Mm. So you're going on record sales. That means like Drake is the greatest rapper of all time. Like like like, country grammar went. You know, what I'm saying stupid. So that means Nelly's a fucking goat. Like you know what I mean? Like MC Hammer's too. You know, what I'm saying sold fucking millions. So it's like MC Hammer is. You know, like come on, bro. But what are we talking about? At the about very here? least, Hammer's too legit to quit. What are we talking here? Like you can't, you can't base your argument on on album sales. Nelly, Nelly's better than Raekwon. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, look, I don't know what you. I look, no, I don't know what. No, I don't know. I don't no, know what you want no, me to say. You're not gonna go past that. No, no. <laughs> Next week on Defcon Josh. <laughs> Nelly, Nelly versus no. Raekwon. No, there's no finishing points. There. That's blasphemy. That's, That's blasphemy. I'm just continuing the line of thought you no. started. No, look, bro. We all know. I, I we all know. Be, listen, we all know the listen, deal I here. Said, I said some. I said some wild stuff, but I will not be a part of any podcast or anything that promotes anything of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my name and my. Yo, this is where you make a stand up. This is where you choose. This is the hill you choose to die on right now. I cannot. This is the hill. This is where you sever ties with Defcon John. Not over. Not over telling the entire WNBA to get in the kitchen or shooting up a Malaysian sweatshop. But Nelly overweight. Oh man, look, I like Method Man, dog. I do. I like Raekwon too. Actually, I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I never. I'll be. I'll be perfectly honest. I never understood. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't care. I didn't understand the whole have a dude on all of your tracks on your album, and it's your album, and it's not a, a dual album. You know what I mean? It's but featuring. You know what? Oh, do you? Featuring. You know what I mean? That's that's Raekwon and Ghostface. It's, and I like the album. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know not? what I mean. I don't like every Method Man album, but I like Method Man. He's just he's my style. Um he's a more relatable East East Coast rapper that has a broader and diverse appeal as opposed to Raekwon. You know what I mean? Um me being from the Midwest that I am, that's that's I respect that and that's what draws me in more than Raekwon does. You know what I mean? Um if it's blasphemous oh, okay. if, if it's blasphemous, you know what I mean, to your East Coast regional um, feng shui, then so be it. 
but I stand by it. To Cal 2000 is someone on every track, except for two out of 27 songs, 27 uh, tracks. Mm-hmm. Seven. <laughs> is, 27. It, is it really 27 like, tracks on 2000? Yes. Skits and shit, outros, yes. Wow, I didn't even realize that. He does have someone on every track on uh, Takao, though. Takao, the prequel, every joint is set for three out of 18. But the original Takao, though. The original Takao? It's got to be, most most of them tracks is only him, though. Most of them only him. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cannon. Yes. You, you've heard uh, this this thing called Cuban Link, right? I have. Was listening to it earlier this week, matter of fact. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> I wanted Kwame to make his points on why he feels Method Man is better than Raekwon. I want I wanted to hear him out. I personally fall. I fall on the Raekwon side. I enjoy Meth's raps. I never have enjoyed his full length albums. Uh, give me Method Man on a guest spot, and uh, I'm happy. Having to listen to a whole Method Man album, though, uh, I'm not really there with you, Kwame. I will watch Method Man act, though, or or what he calls or what passes as acting from Method Man. I will watch that. Belly is non-ironically one of my favorite movies of all time because it's so bad. Um, and I love Method Man in that. Uh, I, he was funny in Red Tails. He was on Martin. That's true. Uh, you know, I will take I will take Method Man the actor over Raekwon the actor any day. And uh, give me Method Man on spots and give me full length Raekwon albums, and I'm happy. You know what I just realized is that you guys are perpetuating the very thing that I think Boom brought up when he was having the little Yachty versus the old head conversation. Where someone can't say they like somebody more than someone else without it being a shot at everything you hold dear. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're you're, you're stupid because. <laughs> See, yep. You're, yep. You're, because yep. your argument yep. is based on sales. Yep. Like I said, no. therefore you can no. have an argument. My that... argument was based on sales because you guys forced me to have an argument to defend an opinion <laughs> that I have. So, so that's what I decided to come with. You can't make somebody defend something that they like uh, just because you feel the opposite way. Because everyone knows it's the opposite way. <laughs> Apparently, according to the RIAA, they do not. <laughs> Method Man brings personality, right. he brings styles, dog. You can't you can't front on that. But the game took Raekwon's style. The greatest the, the, the mafioso took his style. style. Yeah, I, I hear you. I the hear greatest you. dude, the greatest rap gods stole from him. I hear you. It's okay, boom. I'm just saying. It's all right. Method Man, Method Man got his styles, he got his flows. You know, you know Method Man's about to be on the track because he has that that charisma, uh, you know, he has that presence. So you can't front on that, Boom. You can't. Boom can front on whatever he wants to. He's on the bottom half of Wu-Tang, and we know it. That's it. And that's the, that's, that's the bottom line. So the, bo- bad. the bottom he's, half means that he's not better than Ray, Ghost, Jizza, ODB, 
Maybe Inspector Dick. You God is better mm-hmm. than Raekwon. <laughs> what about Capadonna? I was going to say The Pillage is probably a better album than To Cattle 2000. Whoa. And I bought it. And, I, and it was one of them joints where like I only had $20, so I didn't make a decision of what I was going to get. And I had to play that CD because it's the only CD I had because I had $20, and that was it, bro. So what, The Pillage? Got, you had to play The Pillage? Nah, To Cattle 2000. Oh. And my projects was better than uh, Verbal Intercourse. <laughs> Oh come nope 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 see that's see? where I, that's where I stepped in there Kwame see that's when I stepped in you see what you allowed you see what you you see you <laughs> si- what you silently co-signed the slope we're going down now <laughs> I'm stepping in here I'm calling it that's it this argument is over take another drink of that cup of in your feelings that you got there. <laughs> Only brewed on the East Coast, the Northeast Coast. <laughs> anyway, thank you, fellas, for for jive the interruption. Anytime. Tune in again. Tune in. Tune in next time when I take on uh, CP on is 2000 BC a classic? As soon as he stops ducking me, I feel like it's the same art, um, argument repeated, just with two different artists. I mean, isn't isn't that just what these discussions are? You know what? They are. They are. That's what it all boils down to. Yeah. Nobody's ever right. No. Except for me. <laughs> Boom likes your little yachty. That's just not true at all. All right. Tune back in next time to drive the interruption. Hundred dollar bills. Got one hundred dollar bills. Got one hundred dollar bills. Kwame, yo, you got a you got a book for us for the Black Business of the Week. Yeah, um, the Black Business of the Week is this book that I read. I read it actually about uh, two three weeks ago. Um, it is the Moore's Account, um, mm. a novel by Layla Lalami, Pulitzer Prize winner back in twenty fifteen, um, and it is one of my favorite genres. It's a historical fiction. Okay. So it is mm-hmm. a fictionalized accounting of something that happened historically. Uh, it is the story of <clears throat> um, this uh, a Moroccan slave uh, named Estevanico, which was a Spanish name given to him by his Spanish captives. Um, but the overall book is about uh, an expedition from uh, New Spain, which I believe was... Uh, Cuba um, to Florida um, called the Narvaez expedition. And it tells us there's a, uh, a historical accounting given by three of the four survivors, the fourth survivor, of course, being Estevanico, the slave who they didn't ask for his opinion of. Right. And Mm. so of course um, what's assumed is that the three got their story straight. Because, I mean, this was a huge um, expedition. But, of course, they deal with Native Americans. They deal with disease, starvation, and um, interrelational uh, um, arguments and stuff. Splitting up, the party splitting up and whatnot. Um, And so, basically, what it is is the uh, Estefanico, uh, or his original name, Mustafa, 
um, he gives his account. He says that, you know, hopefully someday somebody will find this diary and it will tell the truth of what happened um, rather than the whitewashed edition that was handed in by the three Spaniards. Mm. Um, it is like it is a it is a like a beautifully written book like you you physically and mentally experience everything that he went through from um, being a free man to being a slave uh, and traveling with these people who thought they were better than him. All of them were reduced to the same level when they became basically enslaved to Native American tribes to eventually being found, getting their freedom um, and sharing their story with the rest of the world. Um, Like there is some real uh, like there's cannibalism in here. There's, um, you know, you know, I'm saying quarreling with the natives and whatnot. There's um, if I, I cannot recommend this book enough. Um, if you don't feel like reading it, it is narrated wonderfully as an audio book uh, on Audible. But it's the Moore's account by Layla Lalami, Pulitzer Prize winner. All right, I'm gonna definitely check out the uh, the audio book since I can't read. Yeah, I mean the thing I like about historical fiction is that it, you know it's a narrative story, so it's entertaining. But there are there are enough figment. Um, pieces and trails of actual history in there that you can actually go back and re- uh, research and trace what actually happened to them based off of actual documents um, and historical research. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. You do your Googles and you get a little bit of education as well. Word. Um, so you dropped an exclusive on the occasional show, speaking of books, mm-hmm. that your book is, uh, you're, you're in editing right now. Yeah. What's up with that? When is that coming out? Man, I I don't know. Um, look, everybody, if you want to be a writer, writing takes time. You got to write the book. But then after that, you got to edit the book. Then you got to edit the book again and edit the book again and edit the book again. Because there are a million and a half writers out there who are trying to do the same thing that you're that you're doing. And there's only so many people out there who are willing to publish what you're trying to sell. Now, you can self-publish. But that in and of itself, you know, what I'm saying entails a lot of work that you have to put into. We could talk to our boy LeBron James Bond about that because it's something that he's right. gone through. Um, I don't know which avenue I want to go down. I definitely want to try traditional publishing first. And in order to do traditional publishing, I got to get an agent who will then pitch it to a publisher. Um, the way it was given to me was that, like, if my book was ready right now, which it's not, and if it was picked up by an agent, which it isn't, the earliest it would be published would be spring of 2019 because that's how long the publishing process takes. So if you're not prepared to put in the work and put in the time, you know, to do traditional publishing, you can go self publishing, but you still got to put in the work and put in the time to get, you know what I'm saying? That exposure and push it out to people. Right. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to LeBron James Bond, self publishing both of his uh, shadow precinct joints plus his short story. Yep. Uh, he's too up on you, Kwame. You got to catch up. Yeah, he is. So, uh, yeah. All right, bet. Also, also uh, Gucci Mane is one up on me, too, because apparently he has a book out, too. <laughs> you know what? That's the black business of the week next week. I'm telling. I'm calling it right now. I'm reading the Gucci Mane book, and I'm bringing it back for a book report next week. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. Let's do that. Appreciate that. Take one for the team. <laughs> Gucci Mane or La Mancha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chapter two, the birth of the East Atlanta Santa. 
any given time, 100 G's in your grill. Mm. So, moving on to what you've been listening to, where we talk about music we've been listening to. Boom. What have you been listening to? I tried to do something different this week. So, I so it's not Black Hymns. So I listened to new music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, checked out that Freddie Gibbs joint. You know what I'm saying? That you only live twice joint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Diego Romy, what up, my nigga? Yeah. Yeah. It's got me so many. Man, 38, nigga. Yeah, the future started yesterday, nigga. Every minute feeling different, now I'm not the same, nigga. I admit that I was timid at a younger age, nigga. Daddy asked me what I wanna be, I said a pain, nigga. Yeah. I like that joint, though. He talks about uh, life, about a lot of shit you're going through. You know what I'm saying? He got bars in that joint, you know what I'm saying? Drops into mm-hmm. epic, clever little joints. Uh, if you had a club joint, probably be uh, maybe Alexis or Amnesia. But he got joints, you know what I'm saying? Like Crush Class. Uh, uh, he is just spitting bars, you know what I'm saying? Bars. Give me an overview. Also, like I said, I put in the chat that uh, watching them uh, battle rap bars, man. The URL battles. My man, my man DNA, man. DNA's dope. Yeah. Did Did you uh you yeah. continue watching the um the tag team joints? Yeah, that's the that's the joint, man. They, they go in. I just watch yeah, the solo joints too, just. I need to catch up on some gun titles, dog. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. It's good right. shit, bro. Yo. So new. New music. That Freddie Gibbs. Gibbs joint is only eight tracks. I mean, do you need more? I mean, I... Like... Are they all eight dope tracks? See, see Method Man is. He's Method Man giving 28 and he's spoiled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See what I mean? Like, if you... It's just... Is it not an EP? I'm just saying, it's, it's kind of feel joint. He had to get some joint off his chest, you know what I mean? Pause. So. I mean, is it dope? I like, yeah, I fucks with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, it started playing over the weekend, so I haven't really you know, got too deep into it. But from okay. what I heard from the first and a half, listen, it's pretty dope. Okay. I, I think the line has been blurred between EP and album. Well, I mean, but that but that line has been blurred since uh, Illmatic, so. Right. So there's that. Keep static like Will Fabric. Man, at least need a double digit track list. Now. It's just I don't know. I mean, but Illmatic wouldn't be classic if it was ten tracks. It's only nine. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I mean, it's it's nine tracks plus the intro. The intro don't count. But uh, Kwame, what what have you been listening to? Uh. On uh, on the first Takao album, uh, number six, track number six, there's a song called Meth vs. Chef. Um, I did not listen to that because I already knew who won. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, nah, I've been listening to uh, Kendrick Lamar dropped another single. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Humble. Be Humble. That joint is dope. Yeah. Joint is absolutely dope. I've had that joint on loop for a bit now. Nobody 
yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. You say with my boobay tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst. Look, I've got good feelings about the album. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. Just like I've yet to be, I've yet to have been disappointed by a Kendrick album. Section eighty was was okay. It was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't G A uh, G K M C level, nor was it um, to pimp a butterfly level. Although that album is a little bit different. So you know, I'm really, I'm really excited. You know, I'm saying five days. Hopefully, is when the album is released. Um, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't wait to hear what that sounds like. You know what I mean? Uh, fr- uh, Friday, I think, right? Um, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he says you have until then to get ready. We'll so. see. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Um, he's yet to disappoint me. Um, but yeah, just that, just that, uh, that be humble is really all I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Other mm-hmm. than because you know what I'm saying we had to prepare for the occasional show and whatnot. So, right. Uh, is he dissing Big Sean on it? Be, I don't see. That's the thing. Like I, I, I've almost had to do like my own historical research because I'm not, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like I gotta parse the lines. Like he's dissing somebody, but then right. other time, you know, it's just a normal rap track where he's, you know, where you're bragging and boasting. You know, but there are some elements of a diss in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I'm not the expert. Right. Yeah. I got you. Um. Yeah. I'm really hoping that he does. He does drop that album when he said, you know, on, on the first track that you got until this date to get ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot who said, um, was it was it Remy who said, I hope he doesn't go go down that Nas track? Nah, that was that was you, Boom, right? That was Boom. Boom. Was that, that? You you said uh, you hope that Kendrick doesn't have the Nas track where like, you know, he's gonna drop Uji Wally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I think we're fine. I don't. I don't think this is going to be his. I am. Um, I think we'll be fine. I, I have high hopes for it. I mean, I don't. Have, I'm not going to put too high hopes of it, so I don't get disappointed. Like I'm not expecting it to be a new classic immediately, but I think if it, I don't think it's going to be like his I am where he's going to come out with Diddy and you know put himself up on the cross. Although came very close in this uh video. That's a great song. One of my most favorite Nas joints. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna. As long as it's not anything like the Lex Diamond story, I think, I think we'll be okay. They can say what they can't understand, fear what they can't conquer. Guess it's just a theory of man became a monster. He had twenty songs in that joint. <laughs> That's the whole story of Lex Diamond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, I, I myself. Had a, a little bit of a um, core mega appreciation week. Mm. I was on that um, the realness, the true meaning, born and raised, and mega philosophy and the mixtapes. I killed it with the realness. Now I'm bringing new life. Prestige is an illusion. People tend to lose sight. I will always be Corey, youngest child of Dorothy. My brown eyes mirrors the pure ferocity. I slung the eat. Hell, my first man. Mega's been out uh, since '98. He's been around for a while, but we finally got that that realness album in 2001, and that was like really, really good out of nowhere. Um. 
even though Nas dissed him on that destroy and rebuild, it's like Mega just pushed through that. Marcy didn't. I mean, uh, Nature didn't because Nature moved to Marcy. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, that 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 realness album, I love that, and I love the true meaning even more. I never really got into Born and Raised and Mega Philosophy, but I'm listening to them again, and they're really really good too. So uh, Cormega's discography, man, go listen to that. He's like he's like the thug poet that Nas should have been had Nas continued on that track and not switched up on it was written. So um yeah, Cormega man. And then secondly, I go through this every year, man. I don't know which nerd album is the best nerd album. Like let's say let's say next week because I wanna listen to that joint. Yeah, I love I love In Search of. And then I, I I love um uh, fly or die, but then I really, really love seeing sounds. Seeing too. sounds, man. Seeing sounds is uh, so great. We could touch. On, uh, yeah, we could we could hit this up next week because seeing sounds was, yeah. was 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 pretty dope, man. Mm-hmm. So like I go through this every year of like which nerd album is the best? I don't know because there are things on each one of those joints that I really, really love. Like I love the fact that they got Spy Mob which is a rock group that never really did anything themselves, but they did all the instrumentation on In Search Of, and it sounds like high energy, really dope. But then, you know, Fly or Die is like, not like alternative, but there's hip hop mixed in. And then Seeing Sounds is like R&B, rock, and hip hop all together at the same time. Uh, it's, I don't know, man. Man, you might have, know. You might have just, just you might have just set up my week right there. There yeah, you go. We'll, yeah, we'll do that next week, bro. There you go. Yeah, We're man. not going to talk about nothing because that album was terrible. Okay. That was a uh, they went more electro pop dancey on that and it didn't work. Okay. But uh, yeah, nerd man, go listen to nerds discography too. Fair so enough. That, that was all me. So, we are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and then a whole bunch of other joints. Just just go to your Googles. Do your Googles. Mm-hmm. Type in Defcon Jive Do it. Podcast. Do it. You're going to find us. Yes, you will. Like, first page, just be all us. And then probably, like, some porn ad somewhere in there. Well, but then uh, more us. Like I don't know, who, I don't. Look, we might have to have a talk. I don't know who the Delaware Center for Justice is, um, but we we might need to usurp them on the Googles because they're definitely high. You know, what I'm saying higher in the higher uh, uh, above us. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, the 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 DCJ Podcast Club on Facebook is the Delaware Center <laughs> for Justice. Um, <laughs> can we sue them? Because like we're the we're the complete opposite of what they're trying to accomplish. Like, there's a peace week in Delaware that they're talking about. Um, what? Yeah, like, they have something called, it says, Remaking Murder Town. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to establish Murder Town. So I right, feel like right. we're, at, we're, we're at odds here. Celebrate International Peace Day in Delaware. That's, uh, Where in Delaware? I, I don't know. 
Did they say? They, they don't. They don't say. I don't want to click on it because I'm not trying to give them the, you know what I'm saying, the pub. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like we take, we're, say- we're all over. We're all over the rest of the of the page, but they are ahead of us at the top of the page. I will say this. Uh, for, for, if y'all haven't caught, I, I live outside of Philadelphia. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm only, you know, five minutes away from the Delaware border. So if I need to go pay them a visit, then I need to go pay them a visit. That's what I'm saying. That's like, I got to find out where they at. I, I would need take to have beans a with you. Where they at, where they at, get to get was a popular phrase. I'd take beans and the Rocky statue with you. <laughs> go to go pay them a <laughs> What's visit. What's the statue going to do? I, I don't know. Intimidate. I don't know. Um, show them who you are, who you represent. Mm. Um, is that a images for DCJ podcast? Did you put the camouflage fleshlight cover somewhere on our pages? Because it's yes, definitely I did. showing up under the images for DCJ podcast. Yes, I did. Okay. Right next, <laughs> right next to the Peace Week for Delaware sign. Got it. <laughs> Got it. That's that's what we do, and that's what we stand for. I Wait, apologize to on, all of Delaware for nothing. Are you are you are you searching on DCJ podcast or Defcon Jive podcast? Just DCJ podcast. All right, because I'm doing this live on this. This is staying on the recording. Okay. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, do your Googles, hit images, type in DCJ Podcast, and then the uh, military-grade flashlight is right next to Peace Week. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> what have we done? What have we spawned? We need Wilmington. To- They're in Wilmington. Podcast seeks to flip Wilmington's Murder Town label. Well, guess what? We're going to reestablish Murder Town, brother. This DCJ Podcast is all about flipping back to Murder Town. Welcome to Murder Town <laughs> on DCJ. That's the next podcast title. That's this podcast title. Oh, man. Welcome to Murder Welcome Town. Welcome to Murder Town. Murder Town. Who, who names their town Murder Town? Like, <laughs> there's no disguise. Of, like, uh, I wonder how the tourism is in Murder Town. Like, what are you, what are you advertising? Like, your high-quality chalk outlines? Like... <laughs> what is what are you bringing to Murder Town? The, like the 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 broad diverse array of uh, weapons, you know what I'm saying? Like the citywide game of Clue that you played in real life, you know what I mean? Like this dude got murdered underneath the fountain with the lead pipe. <laughs> we need to take the yeah. take the M- MGF to uh, Murder Town, dog. Well, but you know what the you know what the crazy thing is? Wilmington doesn't even deserve the title of Murder Town. That's Camden. Murder Town. Definitely is. It's Camden, man. That ain't no Wilmington. Murder Town. Shots up. Man, welcome to Murder Town. Murder this Town. This is DCJ. That's the new DCJ mixtape we're going to drop, dog. Welcome <laughs> to Murder Town. Murder. That's so, that's so blatant. Like, there's no subtlety there. You know what I mean? Like, there's no play on words. Or, it's just Murder Town. It's like they just, just took the two words. They just slapped them together. Like, what, you know, what, what advertises exactly what we're about? You know, <laughs> murder town. This is this is Killville. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> dead on anyway, arrival. Anyway, yeah, you can just search search on Defcon Jive podcast, not DCJ podcast. 
and welcome to Murder Town. Murder Town. Um, you can also email us podcast at defcon or damn podcast at defconjive.com. That was it. Um, and uh, that, that that's all I got to say, man. Welcome to Murder Town. Murder Town. We're going to SEO this bitch. That's where we and is. put Murder Town Murder up Town. top. We're taking the label from, from Wilmington. You know what I'm saying? Delaware. We're taking it from Delaware. Come see me. Murder Town. Come see us. Delaware uh, Center for Justice. Come see us. That's where we're recording right now in Murder Town. (laughs) Live from Murder Town. That's going to be the new intro, dog. Every every DCJ is going to be live from Murder Town. Welcome to Defcon Jive. (laughs) I kind of wish we saw this before the occasional show. Uh, (laughs) Yo. We out of here, man. Man, this is Cannon, a.k.a. Funkmaster Flex Alexander. All my homeboys from space dropping bombs. Yo, it's your boy. It's your boy, Quams, a.k.a. Judas Priest Holmes. Running straight to the Gattacan, but I'm making a stop at Murder Town. <laughs> it's your man, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. Gohan Marley. You don't understand half of what I'm saying. <laughs> Gohan Marley. That's that's fun. We out, man. Do your Googles. That's it. We out. Murder town. <laughs>